0: All right, well hello everyone. My name is Andy Whiteside and I am going to be hosting, this is our introductory podcast for the Citrix session. Uh, with me is Bill Sutton. Bill Sutton is the uh, Director of Services for Zintegra. Bill is a, a very long-term Citrix guy. Uh, Bill, how long have you been in the, uh, in, the, in the EUC business and specifically working with Citrix products?
1: Since about 1998, starting on Winframe 1.8 with a couple of customers.
0: Wow. Well, that's, uh, that actually beats me. I started in uh, 99 with, uh, well, I guess it would have been WinFrame? What was it? Probably WinFrame or Metaframe, early Metaframe days. Yeah, I think I was WinFrame. Which, is, which one's the one where it um, went from being its own product to where it became a bolt-on to Microsoft Terminal Services? Metaframe. Metaframe, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Winframe
1: was the one where you got a DVD or a CD, I guess it was a CD at the time, uh, that contained both the NT 351 kernel as well as the Winframe software all on, on all bundled together. You just slapped it in and installed it and you had a working Citrix environment.
0: Yeah, and that's great. Uh maybe at some point in this series we'll get uh, get one of the old Citrix guys on to tell us about the whole Microsoft back and forth they went through to try to to try to get access to the code and uh build upon Build upon the Microsoft solution, which led to, I guess, MetaFrame from WinFrame, right?
1: Yeah, that would be really cool to get kind of an insider's view of that. That that would be an interesting trip down memory lane.
0: I think there's been a lot of that that's happened through the years. A couple of podcasts here and there, but it's been so long that I bet uh, I bet a lot of the guys involved in that are are maybe not in the business anymore, or you know, a lot of the new folks have never heard that story and and how you know Microsoft and Citrix got together to create this partnership.
1: Yeah, certainly in the EUC space, I would imagine a lot of the folks that are that are working with the products day-to-day these days aren't aware of the history and, and where the various components all came from, you know, the Citrix stack, the ICA HDX stack versus uh, RDS, you know, where did RDS come from, did Microsoft invent it or did they get it from Citrix? You and I know the answer, yeah. but uh, it'd be interesting to convey that type of information, I think, to some of the folks that are doing it today.
0: Well, and I think this part of our conversation here is a good segue into the uh, the concept of this podcast. So, mm-hmm. uh, you and I and others, we're going to invite others. Uh, we're going to go and we're going to look at Citrix blogs that come out on a weekly basis, and and we're going to pick one each show, and we're going to dissect that uh, that blog, and we're going to figure out what's in it for the community, uh, what's in it for Citrix. You know what the what the uh, the writer, the author, is trying to get across, and and we're even going to invite the author and see if they'll join us for this podcast and you know sometimes we expect that they will and sometimes they won't, and we'll just talk about it but ideally right uh the person from citrix or a citrix partner of some type uh will join us and we'll talk through what it is they were trying to get across in their in their in their um, blog
1: yes exactly and and the idea being obviously to help give back to the community um uh Not just the blog articles, which certainly you can read for yourself, but to give the insight into what's behind those articles from hopefully from the author or some other some other individuals that can add value to it.
0: Yeah, I think for me personally, I I see the blogs from Citrix on a weekly basis and I definitely read through some of them. Uh, But I think this is going to give us a a quick and easy way to disseminate that information and even ask more questions. Uh, But disseminate the information to people where they can just subscribe to a a, a, um, podcast weekly. And uh, that can give them a a great way to gain some of this information while they're, you know, on their walk to work or riding the train or riding in the car.
1: Absolutely. And obviously, once we get rolling, um, we'll take um, listener feedback and questions and we can address those perhaps on occasion.
0: Yeah, that's a really good idea. Maybe uh, maybe we take the end of each show and we address uh, listener feedback from the previous show and try to make sure that we answer some of the questions that are spawned out of this, which I hope is a lot. I hope these podcasts really are or more of a conversation between us and the community and that the community gets a lot out of it.
1: Yeah. Couldn't agree more,
0: Andy. So I appreciate you joining me for this and uh, we will, you know, we'll be back and we'll have our first official episode within the next week or so. Uh, But I hope that the community sees this as a need that we're going to fill Uh, And, you know, it's not going to be pretty. Uh, We're going to be rough about this, right? We're not going to spend a lot of time making it look pretty. We're going to spend a lot of time trying to get some of this content out and and solve one of the challenges that that you and I both have seen for a while, where there's just not enough Citrus content uh, in the form of podcasts happening. Absolutely. I agree. Looking forward to it. All right, sir. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining. And there will be more to come. And we look forward to working with you guys on this.
1: Thanks, folks. Have a good one.